2: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: There's plenty to celebrate in March and...
0: Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And any time is right to listen to iHeartRadio's Country Radio.
3: Discover more shows and movies for free.
0: Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on Sirius XM Triumph, Channel 132.
4: There was a family party being held at the residence on Knollcrest, attended by about 25 people.
2: He came in through the entrance of the door, and there's a Santa suit.
4: He was dressed in a Santa suit and brought with him a homemade device. The device basically consisted of two tanks, one which contained either oxygen or CO2, and the other smaller tank uh, appeared to contain racing fuel.
1: he's got What do you think his name is?
4: He walked up to the door. Once he knocked on the door, rang the doorbell and gained entrance. Uh, he immediately was confronted with an 8-year-old child who thought uh, Santa Claus had come to the house. Uh, he shot her once in the face and then proceeded inside the residence.
0: What is he wearing now? He changed his clothes from Santa Claus clothes. Okay, let me know what he's wearing.
4: All clothes. The uh, Santa Claus suit that he was wearing did melt onto his body.
0: What is it about the holidays, specifically Christmas, that can engender so much love and goodwill. And then on the other hand, at the other end of the spectrum, generates so much hate and animosity and tension. I'm talking specifically about holidays gone bad. Let's just start with a man, a a husband, a father, who ends up making a homemade flamethrower goes to the home and goes berserk. And let me remind everybody: this guy, Bruce Pardo, as I recall, was an aeronautical engineer. Take a listen to this nine one one call. Hello, hello, hi.
2: we coming really? Ma'am, is the ma'am, guy ma'am, in your house right now? We're, we're having two houses down on the Cuckoo-Cat Okay, okay.
1: Ma'am, hold on, hold on. Is he at your house? No, he's down for shorting. What do you think his name is, Bruce? His name is Bruce Cardone. Okay, and who is he to you guys?
2: Who is who is he to you? He is, he went, he's my ex-brother-in-law, he's, they're going through this right now. Okay. He's my sister.
0: Hold on one second, okay? He's, I don't know who else is. Why. I know, he's,
1: I know, my, ma'am, just stay on the phone with me, okay? And my whole family, people, 25 people I know, right I know, now. it's okay, the officers are there, they're trying to get to you guys, okay?
2: He came in through the entrance of the door, and was a Santa o'clock suit, and I didn't see them. When he shot, I heard the shots, and we, they were like poppers, and I wasn't sure what it was. So we all, everyone started panicking and running. So we all dove under the dining and Some of us dove, some of us left. I don't know My mom's house is on the- Ma'am, ma'am, the fire department's there, okay? What's he wearing? What is he wearing? Please. What is he wearing? Please tell me, my nephew. What is he wearing now? He changed his clothes from Santa Claus so. clothes. Okay, let
1: me know what he's wearing.
2: Black clothes. All black? He's on neighbor's
0: son. The man who dresses as Santa slaughters nine people at a Christmas party using, uh, what else? I mean, of course, a homemade flamethrower as a, quote, Christmas present to set his house on fire. I want to go out to John Limley, Crime Stories investigative reporter. This guy was no idiot. I mean, he is an engineer that creates a homemade flamethrower and then the coup de grace wraps it in christmas wrap and puts a bow on it to get it into the home he shows up unannounced john what exactly happened
3: well i'd love to begin with a love story and that's of joseph and alicia ortega they had been married for 52 years had created a huge family that just became bigger and bigger with each passing year joe and alicia love nothing more than each christmas eve to gather their entire family with them in Covina, California, a suburb of Los Angeles. The children and their families would begin arriving early in the day. The celebration would go well into the night with the house packed to the gills with relatives. Later in the evening, the adults would play a lively game of poker while the children played. Now keep this scene in your head. Uh, For many years, a neighbor would dress as Santa ring the doorbell and surprise the children with a bunch of presents so on december 24th all seemed quite normal when the doorbell rang around eleven thirty pm and one of the younger grandchildren an eight-year-old girl answered the door to see santa standing there as the family was about to discover though this was anything but a storybook visit from saint nick uh, just moments after the door opened, the man dressed as Santa pulls out two handguns and immediately shoots the little girl. He then steps over Wait, her. shoots the eight-year-old girl yes, in the face. Yes, right, right as he enters the house. Uh, he then steps over her, enters the house. Uh, he moves back and forth between shooting indiscriminately and then shooting some family members point-blank execution style. Uh, There are approximately 25 or so family members uh, or extended Ortega family in the house that night. So there was mass chaos as sisters and brothers, cousins, nieces, nephews run in all directions trying to get away from the shooter. In the midst of all this, the shooter stops. He stops firing and walks over to this large wrapped present that he has rolled in with him Uh, under that festive paper and the box is, as you mentioned, a homemade flamethrower. He begins spraying what uh, is discovered to be racing fuel, high-octane fuel around the house. There's a huge explosion, and the house is quickly engulfed in flames. The last of the living family members are seen jumping out of the windows to escape the blaze.
0: Guys, uh, amazingly, this, this flamethrower is actually... <laughs> full of high octane car racing fuel and it spewed around the home to catch the home on fire okay uh, with me are our special guest joe scott morgan death investigator cheryl mccullum cold case investigator and the director of the cold case institute Crime Stories reporter, John Limley, and joining us today, Dr. Carol Lieberman, psychiatrist, radio and TV talk show personality, best-selling author. She's a keynote speaker and expert witness uh, on many subjects dr carol lieberman it is just such a thrill to have you with us before i go any further with the flamethrower can i ask you something dr lieberman uh, no offense john allen and joe scott what is wrong with men really i mean the thought of going and creating a homemade flamethrower and wrapping it in christmas wrap in a bow i just that would never have dawned on me I mean, I guess moms are too busy raising children and running around town as a chauffeur and working,
2: right? Who has time to make a flamethrower for (laughs) Pete's sake? That's right. Well, you know, it's actually a a metaphor for just how much rage Bruce Pardo had towards his wife. They had just uh, divorced a week before, and, um, you know, which is so typical in all of these... Holiday killings, uh, there is so much rage, so much family resentment that, um, you know, this, is, this was his way of really showing her just, just how burned up he was. I
0: mean, but to go to so much effort... To create a homemade flame thrower. I don't even know what that would look like. I'm imagining, imagining some sort of a um, scepter looking thing.
2: I, I don't even know what that would be. Well, I, I'm not really sure either exactly what it would look like. But, um, you know, this, he was so uh, angry. You know, you mentioned that she had children. During their divorce, the judge decided that he was going to pay for her children and also pay her some money as well. And this was when he finally decided that he he was resentful towards her during the marriage for having to pay for her children. And then when they got divorced and the judge said that he still had to pay for them, that was too much. Bruce
0: Pardo actually suffered third-degree burns on both arms, and it appears a Santa Claus suit he was wearing melted onto his body. The dichotomy of coming as Father Christmas. Santa, who is nothing but loving and full of good cheer and merriment. The dichotomy, Dr. Carol Lieberman, of him dressing as Santa with murder on his mind. Uh, what does that mean? Where does From where does that spring?
2: That is a particular betrayal. Um, you know, it's like clowns who kill. We, as a society... Uh, love Santa, love clowns, most people love clowns. And um, so for so for someone dressed in a suit, like in a Santa suit, it is an especially I mean, yes, he was doing it so that he could get into the house and so on, but it also, I think there was a a, a metaphor. Um, He was trying to say that he didn't want to be Santa perpetually for her and her children. He didn't want to keep playing Santa in the sense of keep supporting them.
0: You know what's interesting about this is, John Limway, isn't it true that he had no criminal record whatsoever before this?
3: That is indeed the case, uh, which just made it all the more... Uh, impossible for them to figure out exactly what was going on. Police speculate that the the motive of the attack, as we've hinted, uh, was related to uh, not only the divorce, but a spate of problems that Bruce Bardo had encountered over the months prior. As we've said, his wife of one year, Sylvia, had settled for divorce just one week before this incident bruce had been fired from his job as an electrical engineer just in july as well the couple had wed but soon grew apart after their marriage uh, mr pardo refused to open a joint account with his wife uh, he also expected his wife to take care of their three children with her own
0: Weren't they his biological children or no?
3: Yes. However, there was another child that they discover exists through a woman uh, that he was with before. And this is an interesting uh, scenario here. Apparently, this child that he had with this woman earlier in his life, uh, he had been at home alone with the child. The child had gotten out of its crib, uh, entered the swimming pool, and almost died. Did not, but was really left uh, in
4: a vegetative state.
0: Oh, my goodness. So I want you to hear what the police chief there in Covina has to say. Uh,
4: Again, this happened about 1130 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Uh, There was a family party being held at the residence on Knollcrest, attended by about 25 people. It appears that uh, Mr. Pardo drove to the location and uh, parked uh, his car in the driveway one house east of the party. He was dressed in a Santa suit and brought with him a homemade device, uh, which we'll release pictures uh, of that later for the press. Uh, The device basically consisted of two tanks, one which contained either oxygen or CO2, and the other smaller tank uh, appeared to contain racing fuel. Um, It was a homemade device that uh, was basically built where once he he mixed those two items uh, it would turn into a vapor or uh, atomized and he was able to deliver that inside the residence. He walked up to the door once he knocked on the door, rang the doorbell and gained entrance. Uh, He immediately was confronted with an eight-year-old child who thought uh, Santa Claus had come to the house. Uh, He shot her once in the face and then proceeded inside the residence. Mr. Pardo was armed with four handguns uh, when he went into the residence. All four handguns have been recovered and to the best of our belief, as of right now, all guns were empty. Uh, as he went into the house, he began shooting at the partygoers again, indiscriminately. Uh, it appears that he did have uh, some intended targets, uh, those being the family members, an uh, immediate family of his ex-wife. Uh, once the shooting stopped, it appeared that he then uh, retrieved the uh, uh, the homemade uh, device. Uh, Activated that and went through the house basically delivering that and releasing a a gas vapor inside the house Uh, There's no indication that he ignited the vapor But the the vapor was able to be ignited either by a pilot light or if there was a candle inside the house Because obviously there was an explosion that occurred inside the house Uh, Mr. Pardo was uh, severely injured during that explosion. He suffered third-degree burns on both arms It also appears that the uh, Santa Claus suit that he was wearing did melt onto his body.
0: Imagine the same partygoers running to neighbors' homes to call police. Uh, one woman broke her ankle, leaping to safety from one of the home's bedroom windows. A boy flees the home, screaming into the street. They're shooting my family. They're shooting my family as the home goes up in flames. Uh, it just, I, I don't understand why something about the holidays set off so much. Hatred. Joe Scott Morgan, how can you process a scene like that?
1: It's a nightmare, Nancy, uh, because this is what we refer to as a stratified scene, which means you've got a layer, if you'll imagine a big layer cake, you've got layer upon layer upon evidence. Not only do you have things like, you know, this guy when he walked in was firing a nine millimeter pistol, uh, there were a couple of weapons involved. So the. Um, the nature of these rounds is, is going to be very unique to each weapon. Uh, you've got uh, people that are trampling over one another. And then when you put it on top of everything, the explosion that took place as a result of this high-octane f- fuel that ignited, um, it's, it's mass chaos uh, in this environment. And for an investigator, when you walk onto a scene like this, it, it, it gives you pause. Your mind begins to swirl So when you're handling something like this, you have to be very methodical, take very careful steps one by one, and work your way through it very, very slowly.
0: I mean, police find the bodies badly burned of eight victims who were just gathered at a family gathering for Christmas. As they entered the ruins after this fire was finally put out, officers met with a scene that was indescribable, said Police Chief Kim rainy the ninth body wasn't even discovered until the next day
1: nancy if i could rampage if i could interject one more thing about the the nature of this fire you know when most people people in the vernacular they'll say things like well they burn to death most people don't burn to death in fires most people die of smoke inhalation as we all well know however in this particular case when you've got high octane fuel in a very closed environment what will happen is the people that are alive that have not succumbed to gunshot wounds will inhalate what's referred to as superheated gas. And so this is very horrible. The, the, the inner lining of the throat and the lungs will just automatically just kind of singe. And it's a very, very painful way to die. So not only are you inhaling the debris that's being consumed, you're also inhaling the superheated gas, which in and of itself is a whole different layer of terror on top of all the rest of it.
0: You know what's so, uh, just another disturbing layer to Dr. Carol Lieberman. For those of you just joining us, a rampage goes down just before Christmas. Uh, where a whole family is wiped out, more than the family. People were quoted as saying, Dr. Carol Lieberman, that this, this, Guy Pardo was, quote, the nicest guy you could imagine, always a pleasure to talk to, always a big smile, always work the uh, as usher every Sunday evening for the past six years, working the 530 mass, the children's mass. How can someone so loving and so generous and kind suddenly turn into a mass murderer?
2: Yes, you know, we often hear that with when um when there's some big crime and the neighbors all say, "Oh, he was such a nice guy." I know. Um well, you know, there's no relationship though that is as intimate as uh he would have had with his wife. And this spurning uh you know, her moving out with the kids and um the the disappointment of the relationship ending the way it did and so on. Um, that brings up a lot of rage and connected with the holidays. I mean, you know, when our reaction to the holidays, I mean, of course, you've heard of holiday blues and so on. You know, how we relate to the holidays has to do so much with how we were as children, what happened during the holidays when we were children. And we bring that, the sense of whether we were, whether we felt deprived during the holidays, excluded like he was excluded from this party, Um, There are different things, the hot buttons, that get triggered, uh, particularly during the holidays.
0: I want to pause as we examine what about Christmas uh, and the holidays brings out the worst in some people. I want to thank our partner. It's Link AKC. Now, if you're like me, you don't leave your dog out of all the fun. Oh, yes, he totally has a stocking. And so does that horrible little cat that keeps climbing up the Christmas tree. <laughs> well, this year's must have gift for dogs and their owners is the Link AKC Smart Collar. It's backed by the American Kennel Club. The Link AKC Collar is a GPS locator, a fitness activity tracker for a dog. Yes, for a dog, all controlled through a smartphone app. It even has an LED light and temperature sensor. Now, this is the part I like, the GPS locator. Forget about the locator I want to put on my husband. This is for my dog. I'm much more concerned about where he is. I need to know where Fat Boy is. Did he get out of the yard? Is he running down the street did your dog walker take him where he's supposed to? You can see exactly where your dog is right on the app. It's total peace of mind. My favorite part that I like to talk about is the wellness tracker. Doesn't matter how old or fat your dog is, whether it's a pure breed or a little mutt like mine, Link AKC shows the exact amount of activity every dog Knees. Again, forget that Fitbit for my husband. I'm worried about Fatboy getting exercise. It's easy to set up. There's a size for every dog and it's super comfy and very attractive. You should see how cute Fatboy looks in his AKC collar. As a matter of fact, go to our Instagram, Facebook and Twitter to see the pictures we posted of Fatboy. Now, the name they gave him at the pound was Nitro, but because he fell asleep in a bag of food one night and his stomach was actually so big it kind of hung over to one side, that's how he got renamed Fat Boy. Keep your dog safe, happy, and healthy. Try Link, a.k.c. risk free 90 days, perfect gift for your dog and you and right now save a massive 30% and get free shipping on your order if you use code NANCY N A N C Y at linkakc.com. akc.com link a alpha k kentucky c children link code nancy save 30% and free shipping you're not going to get that at the Bye. pet store link akc.com code Nancy. Thank you for being our partner today. I I, I don't really understand it. Uh, At a time when we celebrate everything good in the world, how that could somehow be twisted and contorted into something so evil. We now travel to Fort Lauderdale where a guy, a dad, Paul Mary has dinner Oh, a, a wonderful holiday dinner, sing songs around the piano, Christmas songs, and then suddenly, oh, 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 and hymns out of the church hymnal, and then suddenly unloads. It all ends in a massacre where he executes an entire family, John Lemley, another holiday, a festive, peaceful, loving get-together of family and friends, goes completely awry. What happened?
3: There were no arguments, warnings, or even red flags before he started the rampage. Uh, Marriage uh, shot his 79-year-old aunt to death, killed his twin sisters, one of whom was pregnant. Uh, it's not eight months pregnant. Exactly. Uh, just, you know, a, a month or so away from delivering. It's not clear exactly who was shot when, but the bloodbath could have been much worse with 16 family members present. Uh, Marriage, uh, 35 at the time, also pointed the gun at his uncle, but it twice would not fire At one point, uh, he turned and started to walk away and said, I have been waiting for 20 years to do this.
0: Oh, my stars, waiting for 20 years to do this. You know, to Dr. Carol Lieberman, psychiatrist, radio and TV talk show host personality, a best-selling author, speaker, you know, Dr. Carol Lieberman, you have seen so much uh, as an expert I still don't understand uh, how holidays when we're celebrating everything good in the world as the Prince of Peace comes to our world, how it could all be so twisted and horrible. And I guess my specific question right now is no warning flags, no mental illness history, no episodes of uncontrolled anger
2: nothing well actually um he he did he was going to his attorneys were going to try to do an insanity defense um and that's how he got to strike a plea i mean
0: before the attorneys (laughs) got a hold of him. well
2: and then there's a story about how he went to see a doctor although it's not clear what doctor he you know whether it was a psychiatrist um but the, the idea that he said he's been waiting 20 years to do this, so he's 35 years old, that means when he was fifth, since the time he was 15, he has had all this resentment, jealousy of his twin sisters who were younger, so they replaced him in the family, you know, the typical sibling rivalry. Well, it's not so typical when he shoots them all, but, um, but he was jealous of them. And he, one of the people that he killed was this six-year-old little girl who was um, performing, she was singing, she was supposed to be in the Nutcracker, and so she performed in front of all the relatives. So what it had to do with is how he was not getting enough attention. He was feeling like the family wasn't paying enough attention to him, and since he was 15, he felt that way, and he, he had this resentment stored up for 20 years, and finally, um, you know, he let loose, and he went to this. There were There were some warning signs in the sense that, Um, his sister and he had, his sister took out a restraining order, but then dropped that. So, you know, this is such a good example of a family not paying enough attention to, well, like he was complaining about, not paying enough attention to the psychological issues that were plaguing him. Well,
0: up until this moment in time, there was no indication he had any mental illness there. He has not been treated, nothing he had had disagreements with uh, one relative, and they took out a TRO and then dropped it almost immediately. What's so shocking to me, the fact Joseph Scott Morgan, forensic expert, professor of forensics at Jacksonville State University, is that these victims were totally taken by surprise. I mean, they were literally standing around the piano. One of the daughters, uh, they just had this huge dinner, a holiday dinner, and they were all around. They were looking at note cards. His daughter, Michaela, had written about how thankful she was for her family and strung them on a clothesline. And she suddenly started singing. It was kind of an impromptu dress rehearsal. She was performing the Nutcracker the very next day. She was daughter, Michaela. And in the middle of all this marriage shows up and of course they let him in and he has the dinner. He's standing around the piano. Everything seems to be fine. And then out of the blue, he pulls out a gun and methodically targets victims, shooting his twin sisters. Carla, a real estate agent, and Lisa, who was eight months pregnant. Like the daughter, Michaela, both of them love to sing. They did this every year at Christmas and Thanksgiving. He shoots his aunt, Ramon Day, his brother-in-law, Patrick, another man who happened to be there, Clifford. That wasn't all. That wasn't all. He goes into a baby's room. He sees her there and murders her. Beside the baby's bed was a little novel that she had been writing about a squirrel, where, of course, the squirrel can talk and sing. And she was actually writing a book. She would have turned seven a few days later. Joe Scott, how do you process a scene like that?
1: It's hard to get past it, Nancy, because as, as, a, as an investigator, you want to look at the physical evidence and assess what you see before you relative to the scientific value. But one of the problems that you encounter is that when you do this, and I'm going to wax philosophical for a moment, is that you drag your own humanity in there with you, and sometimes it's very, very difficult to view these things and not be put off emotionally by what you're seeing. And it's a surreal event many times because. And I, I, I liken this when I'm teaching my classes. Uh, I tell, I tell my my students many times, listen, you're there to view the abnormal in the context of the normal and what what's more con, what's more normal what's more peaceful uh, a better word than to have family all gathered around during the holiday season you're singing around the piano people are celebrating life it's joyful it's festive and then all of a sudden carnage visits it, it's it's pure hell on earth and you're having to contextualize all this stuff as an investigator and process it and try to figure out what happened to these individuals and then you begin to kind of interweave their stories about how much they they suffered in these events and it's very very hard and and a lot of people you know they 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 sit back and they look at investigators and police officers and say i don't understand why you're so jaded i don't understand why you have this twisted view of the world and it is because of the fact that we always see in 3d living color before us that the abnormal in the context of the normal
0: well, I don't know so much that it's jaded as that you, at some point, it's to get through it, you have to numb yourself or you, you just can't keep going. I mean, when I read, when I've studied this case for this moment, I mean, there's this six-year-old little girl who the dad says she's, quote, just our life. I don't know how we're ever going to recover and you you look at them there's an eight months pregnant mom i mean i remember at when i was six months you know i gave birth so prematurely i never made it to eight months but i could hardly walk i just it was so difficult and here's this mom eight months pregnant dead her twin sister dead and then to even suggest John Limley, Crime Stories uh investigative reporter, that he was insane, it doesn't work because he has the wherewithal to then hop in his car and go on the run. He goes straight out after gunning down a whole family. He jumps into his Royal Blue Toyota Camry and heads off. In fact, police immediately alert michigan authorities because they think he was headed there i mean he knew exactly what he was doing because he goes on the run
3: there had to be a plan in place after the mass murder marriage was as you say on the lam for weeks until a tip was called in after an episode of america's most wanted highlighted uh, this murder case.
0: And, and another thing, uh, again, to Carol Lieberman, Dr. Carol Lieberman and Joseph Scott Morgan, also with me, John Limley, this was a picture-perfect place. This is in Jupiter, Florida, where Tiger Woods and all those millionaires live. It was a beautiful home in a beautiful subdivision where there's no crime at all. Take a listen to this. The trauma
4: of that is inexplicable. One of my regrets if this were not to
0: go to trial is that the world will never really hear the horror that we endured that night and still and that we still live with today. The bullets flying, blood spattering everywhere,
4: bodies falling to the ground, and the screams for him to please stop. People running for their lives.
0: And now, listen to baby Michaela's dad in so much pain on the courthouse steps.
4: I, I feel like I failed my daughter again, you know? I, I couldn't save her that night. And now today I couldn't kill the uh, defendant. The, the one thing that really upsets me in this case is we have a good case. We just don't have a good state attorney. We have, you know, if my pregnant wife has the strength to prosecute a death penalty case, why doesn't he?
0: As we examine what it is about the Christmas holiday where so much of the world is celebrating what is good in the world, what is joyful, what is peaceful, what is loving, how does that get contorted in some people's minds and end up in horrific acts? I want to thank our partners who are making our program here on SiriusXM132 possible. You know, everybody and their mother are talking about quote superfoods. What is a superfood? Every time I, I, I look online, there's a new superfood. It's quinoa. It's a blueberry. It's a, a a sun choke. I don't even I don't know what's next, but I can tell you this. Superfoods are nutritionally dense foods that are extremely beneficial, especially beneficial to your health. Now I do know this. Beets. Beets are one of the most powerful superfoods you can put in your body, loaded with important nutrients to increase your blood flow. That increases your energy. I need energy. But I can't and don't have time to eat a gallon of beets every day. But now I can get the energy benefits of beets and a very powerful concentrated superfood drink, Superbeets. And I have been drinking it, and I can tell a difference. Superbeets is made from beets grow to very exacting standards. Then they concentrate them into superfood crystals. Superbeets promotes your body's own natural ability for healthier circulation, increased energy, stamina. If you want those benefits like I do from a powerful superfood, call 800-516-0683. 800-516-0683 or go to nancysbeats.com. With your first order, get a free 30-day extra supply of Superbeets. Free. Plus indicator strips to show you how Superbeets is working for you. Free shipping. Now there's a deal. They're not going to give you that down at the health food store, okay? Call 800-516-0683 or go to nancysbeats.com today. Superbeats, thank you for being with us and being our sponsor today. And I can't thank our partners enough for making our program possible. And I want to thank this partner. That means a lot to me. 1-800-DENTIST. If you're like everybody else, you are Really overindulging over the holiday with sugary treats. You need to call an awesome dentist and schedule an appointment with 1-800-DENTIST. The specialists at 1-800-DENTIST actually match you with a local dentist that suits what you need, your dental needs, whether there's a cavity, a cleaning, a crown. For a dentist with the latest technology, find a dentist with CEREC, C-E-R-E-C. Dentists can create... A high-quality crown in one single office visit. Oh yes, they can. No more multiple trips. No more spending gaps of time with a gap in your teeth. That's not attractive. With a dentist, you find using 1-800-DENTIST, you get the care you need before the year is over. You don't have to worry about replacing a temporary crown you got in December with a permanent one in January. Usher in the new year with a smile. Learn about CEREC. Book your appointment by visiting 1-800-DENTIST.COM slash CEREC. 1-800-DENTIST.COM slash C-E-R-E-C. What is it about the holidays, specifically Christmas holidays, um, the whole season starting at Thanksgiving that brings out seemingly the very worst in human nature. With me, Joseph Scott Morgan, forensics expert, John Limley, crime stories investigative reporter, and Dr. Carol Lieberman, psychiatrist, radio, TV, talk show host, personality, and best-selling author, Dr. Carol What is it? I mean, at this time, is it looking around at other people that are seemingly so happy and loving the holiday, and then you feel like you're not so happy? Does that bring out that much
2: angst and anger
0: and hatred?
2: Yes, that's a very big part of it. Uh, You know, there are some patterns that are fit, fit through all of these different cases that we're talking about. One is the idea of money or gifts and, you know, the sense of deprivation that these people feel at this particular holiday and have felt in previous holidays, and the resentment builds up. Then also family, feeling like they are abandoned either physically or emotionally by their family. You know, the wife leave, um, or the parents leave, or planning on leaving, Um, and jealousy amongst the family, jealous of children, jealous of, of siblings, and so on. And the holidays and this, you know, this with the fact that we don't all look like Hallmark cards, you know, nobody's family, nobody's family really looks like uh, the picture of a family on a Hallmark card. And for people who have deep resentments and something recent to trigger it, like a divorce or uh, parents stopping paying their their more money, giving them money and so on, um, these are the things that then trigger it and bring out the violence.
0: Well, you know what's interesting also. And Joe Scott, you have a family, um, most all of us do. You know, the other day, what was I fussing at David about? I I can't even remember. And (laughs) Lucy looked up at me, and she actually had tears in her eyes. She said, Mommy, please don't leave. Don't leave us. Don't get a divorce. And I looked at her, I said, Lucy, sweetheart, nobody is leaving anywhere, Number one, I'm in my pajamas, uh, and number two, of course, I'm not leaving you. I would never ever have I ever left you, and of course, I'm not leaving your dad, although he's totally socially awkward. I do fuss at him, uh, but honey, I would never, ever leave your dad. I love your dad, and i I guess somebody at school has the parents that are divorced, and she hears about that, and my point is, sometimes our fears get magnified not just her but our fears become magnified our you know feelings are magnified sometimes and i'm wondering what it is about everyone being together it just seems to boil over one cross word you know, over setting the table, and suddenly somebody pulls out uh, an AK-47. I, I I don't understand it, but I'm thinking about right now a guy, a 28-year-old guy who has everything in the world to be thankful for. His name is Joel Michael Guy Jr., and his parents, Joel Michael Guy Sr., and mom Lisa um have been supporting him his whole life. He's been in school, I think now, for 10 years. I'm talking about college. College. Okay. He's eight. Now, I can't say a lot. Now, Mackie, I know you're listening. You're in school and college going on 10 years. Okay. But mother and daddy were not fitting, you know, footing the entire bill because my brother would work, drop out of college, then go back, then he'd go back and forth. Finally, my mom, you know, tied him down and said, Listen, you're going to have what your father and I never had, come hell or high water. Now, you drop this job that means nothing and you finish. And he did. This guy, on the other hand, <clears throat> oh, and by the way, went on to be the one who is so successful and live on the golf course, by the way, my brother. Uh, who would actually hide his grades from school. My sister would make all A's and would be waiting on her grades to come in the mail. He would make all F's and hide his and my sister's grades so my parents would not know <laughs> the grades that come. And, you know, my sister, the brilliant one, who was a college professor, you know, raising her children, uh, my brother, who was the master in getting F's, is the one living on the golf course. Can somebody explain the justice in this thing? But back to this guy, he was not working, living off his parents. He's been in college now 10 years. I'm proud to say my brother did it in seven. Okay, <laughs> And he comes home and asks for more money. The parents are trying to retire and they have to break it to him over holiday meal. Son, you're going to have to make it on. You're going to have to get a job, son. Finally, you've been in school 10 years to get a four-year degree. It's over. We're selling the house. We're retiring. We're not going to work anymore. And what does he do, John Limley? I, I I just I hate the ending of this story. What happens, John?
3: The family is gathering for a holiday feast at the this beautiful tiny little two story home that's on a corner lot in the Golden Lane neighborhood of Knoxville, Tennessee. Now it was already to be the family's last holiday together in that particular house. Did you wait, 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 back weeks, it up? Did
0: you say tiny? Because I'm looking at it and it's a mansion. I'm looking right at it. Did I hear you say Oh I said
3: tidy. Tidy. Okay. I said tidy. all right Maybe I should no, take that. No, no, no. That.
0: No, just go ahead. I mean, this place is, it looks like maybe the Italian kind of like yeah. stucco. Oh, Jackie's saying she knows exactly where it is. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Not that that means the crime can't happen, but what it does mean is it's probably a very low crime area. Okay. Sorry. I just had to make sure you knew this was not a tiny no, home. T- Go ahead. I, because I've been watching too much HGTV <laughs> and they do all the specials <laughs> on the tiny homes right. that people put on the car and drive around the country with them. This is not one of those. Not okay. At okay. All. all
3: right. Go ahead. Now, this was already to be the family's last holiday together in that house because in two weeks, Joel Guy Sr. and his wife Lisa. We're going to move into his late mother's mountain house about 90 miles away. Uh, Family members were already talking about uh, getting together there for a Christmas reunion. The guys said their goodbyes first to their three daughters, who all live in Tennessee, and planned to send off their son, Joel Michael Guy Jr. Uh, As we mentioned, he'd been living in Baton Rouge for nearly a decade, and his uh, parents were financially supporting him. Authorities say they had planned to tell him that they were indeed cutting him off. It's still unclear exactly what happened next, whether the guys ever had a chance to even deliver their message. What authorities do know is that the 28-year-old stayed in Tennessee another three days longer than he'd planned. And by that Sunday afternoon, his parents' home had been turned into what police say was a horrific and very gruesome crime scene. Uh, During a welfare check that following Monday, after Lisa Guy's employer told police that she did not show up for work, authorities entered the home and discovered a barking dog that was locked in an upstairs room and the remains of Joel Sr. and Lisa scattered throughout the house, their dismembered body parts resting in a homemade acidic solution concocted uh, he was trying to erase all evidence that the crimes even took place there.
0: Whoa, wait a minute. Joe Scott Morgan, Joseph Scott Morgan, forensics expert, professor of forensics at Jacksonville State University. What about this acidic solution, b- drums of it, and this beautiful home? It's a... Jackie's waving a note at me that it's a a, a really expensive area in Knoxville, but you go in the front door, the crystal doors are surrounded by glass of this mansion and you find drums of acidic solution. Joe Scott.
1: Yeah. Uh, Words like torture, stab wounds and dismemberment are also used uh, in this tale. And uh, he he was with his parents for an extended period of time which is why the police believe that prior to them dying uh, he very well may have tortured them a lot of anger involved with this and you know after after this feat of killing these intimates these people and that's the way we commonly refer to them uh, if you're in an intimate relationship, not referring to a sexual relationship, but just, uh, you know, a familial relationship, very close parent and child. After you go through killing them up close and personal with an edged weapon, then uh, before you even get to the acid, you have to dismember the bodies. And this is no easy feat, particularly if you've never done it before. I've worked in the morgue for many, many years, and I'll just leave it at that. I know what it takes. And for someone in this fancy home uh, that has limited knowledge, and I would think limited specialty tools in order to facilitate this, uh, it'd be very difficult. Also, if you don't use the right combination uh, of, you know, what they're referring to is not necessarily a pure acid solution, but something that was kind of concocted, uh, always that makes me raise an eyebrow. It's not going to work very effectively. And from what I understand, uh, he essentially left the scene and uh, returned back uh, to Baton Rouge. And, uh, you know, where uh, later, as John had pointed out, you know, the police entered this house of horrors. And I, I, can't, uh, I can't imagine what it would be like to be a young, uniformed officer, which more than likely it was, that entered this home just to conduct a welfare check. And this is something that's done on a regular basis And you walk in, this is the last thing you're expecting to see.
0: To Dr. Carol Lieberman, psychiatrist, radio, TV, talk show host, best-selling author. Dr. Carol, please give us some guidance. Well,
2: this uh, story has, again, some of these same um, elements of these holiday massacres. Um, Money, you know, he was going to be cut off. It's so interesting because there are even some reports that maybe he wasn't even enrolled in college, at least not for the whole 10 years. Uh, he supposedly wanted to be a plastic surgeon, which I guess could explain, could explain the dismemberment, right? He was practicing. And then um, the idea that his parents were going to be selling that home, uh, perhaps his childhood home or at least perhaps just something that represented status, and And moving away, abandonment. So money, deprivation, abandonment, um, you know, all the ingredients were there for him to finally express his rage
0: as we head into the beautiful Christmas season, I want to look around and see what is good in the world, what is joyful, what is peaceful. As we welcome the Prince of Peace yet again. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off.
2: Goodbye, friend. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours, and all content
3: is fully human moderated. (laughs) Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80.